Alright guys, episode three. CLS podcast, stay in your lane podcast. We got Don Zelly with us. Yo, what's going on? Tom Matsukawa. Yeah. Corey Kale, what's going on? Yes, sir. We're in the building. We back again. How was you guys week? Excellent. Excellent. Sean? Cool. Just doing sessions. <laughs> Zelly, not so much. Spill the beans. I'm tired of the quarantine. I'm sick of it. What's going on? What are you sick of? Exactly. Like, give me an example. Sick of wearing this mask. Sick of going to restaurants and having to wear the mask to go inside, to sit outside (laughs) and take the mask off. So are you practicing social distancing? No. I don't think I've ever practiced social distancing (laughs) this whole pandemic. I mean, you're pretty distant. No? No. Uh, Well, how about you guys? You guys enjoying the... um, Um, What'd you do this weekend? This weekend, I went out with my fam. What was the uh, Laker game, the second game? Oh, it was, Friday. It was, it was on Friday, Friday. yep. Um, that was enjoy- enjoyable, man. We about to get this ring in 10 years, watching the game with the fam. Yeah, just chilling with my family, man. That's uh, very important to me. You had a trip recently, too. What was going on? Tell, yes, us, tell us about the trip. Don't, we, don't, was in a, we was in a, the, the, the Rotten Apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> NY, <laughs> New York. You heard? You was in a boogie down? What's going on? Man, I'm going to have with my fam, with uh, Nick, man, she just dropped her project, went out there to celebrate with her. It was her birthday, too, so that was a great experience. So, overall, everybody had a good week. Yes, sir. Good to hear. All right. So, um, I guess today in this episode, we're going to get into a little bit of the um, latest music releases that's been out. Um, we've had, I guess, the whole list of, what were some of the um, albums that came out this year? We I mean, got, well, just, just this week. dropped. You got Twenty One Savage and Metro just dropped the the, the Savage collab, mode. the continuation. So we got uh, YG dropped his project. We got my boy Bryson dropped his uh, project. Um, Tori, Givian. Tori, Givian, those uh, are R and B. Big pop. Sean, yeah. I know we haven't talked about Big Sean's album uh, since we last been here, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. um, what's what's some of the albums of the latest releases you guys been listening to? Sean, what you been listening to? Uh, Savage Mode 2. Savage Mode 2, yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. That, that shit, crazy. shit is yeah. ridiculous. Metro, <laughs> Metro is like really in its bag as far yeah. as producing, you know, for other artists. Uh, I think one of the last projects he did, was it was it with Big Sean? Was it the... It was that one, but obviously he worked with Weekend too. Weekend. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went and tried to go on a different wave. Yeah, but as far as like fully producing the uh, Yeah, collab project, project yeah. was double or nothing. Yeah, that, and that project... Probably didn't get the same amount of reception as Savage Mode is. Yeah. Um, what's some of your favorite? Fuck with um, any song in particular. Um, they're running. The, the fourth song is yeah. Running. I feel running. like the first four running. are like really solid. Like they just no first three are like wow, and then uh, fifth one is crazy. And then Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Shout out to Morgan shit. Freeman. <laughs> I, I don't uh, think nobody saw that coming. You get those type of. You know, features after you get that Grammy, man. That's where everything is just different. Facts. I love when they did the uh, the Easy E style shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it like the Boys in the Hood type beat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that shit was alright. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really feeling that album. You not feeling it? No, uh, I think he went backwards, bro. Savage From mode. From How do you what, feel? The last like, I don't keep up with Twenty One Savage, but like, kind of like the last shit I've heard about, bro. He was saying he's going to take a different route. And you far know, as his image wise and far as his content. Not to cut you off, when when Twenty One first came out, you was one of the first people that I Definitely. knew at all. Because we, and I, I remember blasting that bitch, and you were sending me videos of his earliest music videos when exactly. he probably had under. I'm on a slaughter under gang twenty thousand views. Yeah, you know? I remember he had five thousand. You like, know what I'm saying? So, me? so you pretty much been following his career mm-hmm. since the very beginning. So, how yeah. do you feel like you said he feel? That I feel he like he went backwards. backwards. I feel like he went backwards far as. What in the terms direction of the content? He was going. His last album, I just feel like creatively, uh, just what he was talking about, it was just a higher level, a new evolved 21 Savage. And I feel like he kind of just backtracked on this one. Well, keep in mind, too, the fans really wanted this. Like, I think they wasn't even going to really put this out if people didn't like they had like a go not a GoFundMe, but they had some type of poll or like petitions people like half a million people was like we want this damn project where mm-hmm. is it so i feel like that's why they came out with it and he was just like this is not probably not gonna have the best content or the best message this is just gonna be straight bangers 
Yeah, because it's, it's an album full of bangers. I, and so, what specifically don't you like about it? Is, is it the content, or you feel like just the sound is just, kind of? Just, I just reversed? feel like he just went back against his word. Okay, what he said, because he he pushed this narrative of you know mm-hmm. anti gangs, anti all this bullshit. You know, niggas hop online and they anti all this shit. Right. And then he turned around and dropped. And he's back on the street shit. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it, bro. Like, like not in the I'm not going like just stop it. That's why I don't get caught up into like all this music shit because all this shit is a game and it's all this shit is a joke at the end of the day. Like, so, so do you feel like if he stayed, if he had never came out and said, you know what, I'm just kind of fall back from the whole street image that I pretty much based my career on. Do you think that if he would have just kept it consistent with that, you would probably fuck with it different? Yeah, definitely. Just based on his whole. But I mean, I think as artists. That's just kind of people feed into what they know. Yeah, you, the, you know what I'm saying. The fans gonna feed into whatever they like, but also keep in mind, which I agree with DeAndre, he is a Grammy Award winning artist now, so right. the bar is a little different. So I, I kind of understand what DeAndre is saying about him going back. He should have kept evolving, and this project was just straight bangers, and he just wanted to give it to the streets. So hopefully, he comes and, with it's, something a, and else. it's a continuation of the first project that he did. Yeah, first one, which was fire too. Right. Yeah, I agree. Sean, you fucking wanted to, right? Yeah, I think it was great. I mean, yeah. basically, production oh, I think, wise, I think, mm-hmm. sound I think, wise, you you just not fucking with it. it just I don't know. Wise. I just feel like it's people confuse me, bro. It's just I think that goes back to like that's artists. Artists are people, confusing no, I'm as fuck. About, I'm not <laughs> talking about him. I'm talking about like the general population of people. It's just a lot of shit just be all over the place for me. Yeah, um, one moment it's like agree. people is pushing. Nonviolence, um, all this other shit, and then they turn around and play music glorifying killing people. I just the shit just be goofy to me. Yeah, doesn't that go back to the the giving celebrities too much power? Yeah, it just be goofy to me. All this shit is goofy. That's why I just like it's just music at the end of the day. Well, with social media, you see a lot of shit that like when things go on, people are very in tune to what's going on, and everybody's sympathetic. But then the next day, we back on the bullshit. Exactly. All and this shit is a joke. It's, it's a constant cycle. So shit is a joke. I don't know. It's. I feel like musically, I've noticed the, noticed the progression in 21's music. Oh, yeah. Just him as an artist. Yeah. The last think, album definitely showcased that. I think, yeah. And that last album, for sure. And even a song with J. Cole, which was a huge song. Man, that shit was dope. Like, seeing him being on that level, even in terms of the music video, just like his whole style has evolved so much. Just from when he first started doing songs with mm-hmm. fucking Sunny Digital and shit like that, um, but I think it's nothing wrong with kind of dabbling back and forth. We see a lot of artists do that shit. Like Drake could do a song, fucking one dance, and then he's on a song with Black Boy JB, fucking <laughs> the, the versatility. Next you know what I'm saying? It's 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 just part of being an artist. If you choose to dabble back and forth, and that's just it is what it is. The Drake song like on that. that project though was. Man, Drake, he always does this. He always this is somebody on somebody else's song, and it gets and this the time he went, he, Instead of going at another artist, he went at well, SZA. Yeah, he did go at another artist. Uh, did you guys catch that shit? I, I mean, didn't catch the artist. I just knew about the SZA. Yeah, so yeah, yeah he said he used to date SZA back in '08. We all know what date means, though. You know, that could have been, but that could have been a plug, though. That could have been a plug, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't like it. She unfollowed him. That could have been a plug. Yeah, so uh, why did she unfollow All him? this shit be marketing, though. It yeah. was like, come on, bro. All this shit be... Niggas be tapped in, and they yeah. just be feeding into all these little games and all these little things. Yeah, artists play me? a lot of games. It's a lot of games. Like, boom. I mean, let me give SZA some pub. Boom. Next thing you know, a month later, SZA dropping a new yeah. something. She already dropped you know a, I mean? a song, And then too. Drake might be on the fucking then, album. Exactly. Should be games, bro. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's all a part of the game. I think um who's some other artists that we listened to? Did you listen to Big Sean's album? Yeah, I did. It was a uh, first listen. I thought it was good. I wasn't super overwhelmed, but I listened back again and yeah, it's, it's Did it's, you Sean, did you listen to Big Sean? No, I didn't go through it. Sean, did I, you listen I, to Big Sean? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I listened I listened to so you don't, you don't support I, Sean's? I'm not, I'm not a Big Sean fan. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a Big Sean, Sean fan. Either. I'm really not. No, you don't. I'm not a big Sean fan because I feel like he never really had his. He had a sound like with him and um, Key Wayne, that's his producer. Right. They they did have like a cool sound, but I feel like the whole 
the lyrical stuff like he was aiming for, he's definitely has um like some lyrics, but he's not that guy to me. Exactly how you feel. You listen to Big Sean's album? Uh no, I don't think so. No, wait. Uh you did, well, we song? all heard the song what's with Nipsey, right? Like getting to the paper like it's uh Human Nature with uh, I, just, I like that Lil song. Wayne, yeah. I like, I heard that song. I think Lil Wayne should not have been on that song. Really? Meek should have been on that shit. Mm, Wayne been on the tear though, honestly, bro. When I listened to that song, I was probably outside of the song with Nipsey, that was probably my second favorite song. And then the third song that I would say started to grow on me is with him and uh Travis Scott. Um the song that them two have. Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember the name of it exactly. But um yeah, I think the song with Lil Wayne wasn't bad. You just, I saying, just feel you like Meek would have been harder. Yeah, Meek I think was, Meek would have went harder. And Meek was ad libbing on um, and, and he was ad libbing kind of track, like, yeah. Got my hopes up. I'm like, oh, Meek better get some hot <laughs> shit, you know. And who knows? We might get a remix of a uh, fucking deluxe edition. Yeah, hopefully, Meek gonna love these deluxes. Shit. And that's, that's part of the game. <laughs> that's now. the game now. Yeah. How you guys feel about the deluxe? Because guess what? The next artist we're gonna talk about, he dropped a deluxe five years so later. Let's get into that. So, <laughs> I'll let y'all go ahead. Yeah, y'all take first. Your boy, your boy, uh, Bryce Intelligence just dropped his new project alongside with um, what, what was it? Um, a deluxe of Trap Soul. So he did a deluxe of Trap Soul, and then he followed up with a, a drop of his newest project, Anniversary, right? Yeah, which was a five-year anniversary of Trap Soul. And then the Trap Soul um, deluxe edition with songs were added onto that. He project. added, which they were on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. He had just another interlude. He added Self-Righteous, and he added the Rambo remix with Weekend. And, and those were songs that were already released. Yeah, on, there was like, they were on SoundCloud. Rambo. Yeah. Did y'all did y'all fuck with that project at all? The original the one, Trap Soul? Did yeah. you guys? Yeah, fuck the with? original. Yeah, I yeah. remember when that shit first dropped. We were all together when it first dropped. Niggas I remember was on yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Niggas yeah. P and D's head. Yeah, I remember. It's over Damn. for bro. Damn. He's out got, of here. Did you guys get a chance to listen to Deluxe? Not yet. What Deluxe? Uh, what uh, Trap Soul? Of course, I heard it. I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so Corey, you the biggest uh, Bryson Tiller well, supporter. And that, in my defense, <laughs> it's because Let's I was I was there when they were making Trap Soul. I was right. remember the sessions. I remember his DJ J Lewis when he was playing uh, Five Hundred Two Come Up before it even came out, and I was like, oh shit, this is a, a whole different wave. Like Trap Soul, I'm such a big fan of Bryson because he came with something different. He came with a genre. He had, um, you know, the 90s R&B, the way he was flipping it with the trap drums. It was. But do you feel like he was the originator of that? Fuck stuff? no. Okay, look, here we go. No. Okay, I'll, give, no. I'll give you party, party. <laughs> no. All right, let me, let me defend, defend myself. Party, party is the wave. He set the wave, but Bryson took it to another level, bro. He made classical R&B records and he made hit records. And that's I feel like that combination is what separates himself from Party, because Party, come on, Party, no, Party nigga. Mobile. What was that? No, <laughs> no, no. comment. No comment. No. <laughs> I mean, that's the no. that's the biggest <laughs> issue that I have with Party is no. the to live up to his mute like the Party be putting out some bullshit. Party yeah. does, but Party Party paved the way for a lot of these artists to yeah, come I'll out. Yeah, definitely. I was saying, niggas ran off with his swag though. A lot of his, a lot of the shit that we see in today's R and B, when it comes to even female artists, Party was pretty much the, the biggest ran off with his swag. The biggest rapper is the biggest because of his yeah, <laughs> his I mean, swag exactly. But, but, he, but as an artist, you know, great artists know how to reinvent themselves. Absolutely, Correct. and, and great just, artists yeah. also deal with their own personal struggles. I think Party Party's career has been a detriment of his own personal. Issues, whether it be you know whatever the case may be, girlfriend, anything. <laughs> shout shit. out, shout out, Kalani. <laughs> <laughs> I think just I, I think a lot of that personal shit and him being as big as he was when he first came out, that shit kind of got in the way of his own uh, music career. Yeah, but so I think as far as I give Bryson Tiller a lot of credit when it comes to his. The reason why I, I've never really gravitated to his music so much and. I know I never really, we never even really had this conversation. I think we talked about it a little bit, but Bryson Tiller to me, I feel like he took he took the swag that Party initiated. Like when it came to soul sampling and doing R and B flips like that, Party was the originator, hands down. Flipping songs by SWV, flipping songs by fucking um, True Hill, 
all those type of samples that you've never even thought of putting into R and B trap mix, party originated, and that was his style. That Alternative R and B, and that was his style that he created on his own because he was producing his own records off his first and second project. No cap. So moving forward, you get a guy like Bryson Tiller who comes into the game and starts out with a dope ass song, "Don't Don't Drops," and it's off. It takes off. <laughs> it's the biggest fucking song. That we've seen in a long time yeah. as an undiscovered artist. But the thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with his whole style is like, all right, I'm the inventor of Trap Soul. This is my shit. I'm the. I'm, it's he like, went and claimed it though. That's the thing. Party is so. But does me, that make you the originator or does that make no. you just the person who. Well, just like rap, you know, like we could sit here all day. It's like, who's the original gangster rapper? Who started banging on wax? Who started, you know, talking about. Trap music, uh, you know, T.I. and Young G's, that whole shit. But the thing is, who's going to be the one that claims it and who can justify why they are the, you know, the king of it? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to, to Bryson, man, because not only does he have the hits and the reason why. But Party has the hits, too. OK, he does. But how many party, does he have? And Party has wrote a lot of hits. OK. And Party's even wrote a hit that wow, he's wow. been on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we can sit here and say the hits and stuff, but how many does Party have by himself? Does that even does that does that matter as verse too? Does that matter <laughs> as much when you're the originator of the style and you pretty much made it acceptable for your style to be the mainstream? Yeah. Sound? I think I think Party the issue was with me was he was R&B and he would go away for a long time just like Bryson, but oh, I just do that. Yeah, they'll go away, and then he'll come back, and then I'm the the expectation, I'm like, okay, shit, party about to drop. This gonna this gonna be it, and then I'm just let down. Like, well, I think P3 we'll play, was kind of like that, and too, I think we'll play the part P3 into was that. Fire to me, yeah, I, and, and P3 was a big like for me. P3 was fire. P2 was one of his probably like oh yeah, highest. P1 and P2 is just untouched. I like P1 over P2. Yeah, because P1 was definitely like you could hear the innovation as far as his sound. Like he was coming in a, in a game like with a whole new sound yeah, yeah. style. Like at that time, I think the only R&B artist that was really big was like Frank Ocean and maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that you know, was it. Yeah, that was like it pretty Corey much, right? was coming. Oh, wait, we talking about before. Before like 2014, 2013? Um, I, let's find out. Because that, that P1 before. came out around then. Yeah. When they recognized. I think it was only stuff. just Frank out. No, right? recognized wasn't on that project. That was P2. I think, P2 was, I think it was just Frank. Just right from Toronto much. was P1. But yeah, Frank Ocean. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm not gonna say like Chris Brown and Trey Songz and like that was 2013. Not them, yeah. just like you know, so they already uh, up and coming, just yeah. underground. Got they knew they knew to yeah, the yeah. All, all we had really was Frank Ocean and like the weekend at yeah, that yeah. time. Weekend, too, and then yeah. Party was able to separate himself from even their style. Yeah, but came with some real nigga vibes. Yeah, but for me, for Bryson, reason why Party and Bryson is I'm all you know I'm gonna be you know trap soul team Tiller. It's because <laughs> Party can't rap, bro. Like. Tiller can he's a hybrid he can do both 502 come up but does that matter I'm talking about as an artist it does matter okay so we gonna, uh, we gonna have that okay, debate okay. if we gonna have that debate okay so when I compare the two I look in at the bodies of work we just gonna go based off the bodies of work we got P1 classic just based off innovation alone setting the standard for the sound of R&B at Correct. that time P2, another like follow up classic. Took him over the top with mainstream. And that pretty much made that set the standard as far as like if you're gonna come into the game making R&B music, it gotta sound like it this. gotta sound yeah. like this. Anybody that's doing it, it has to sound and like this. Bryson, production. And that's what Bryson knew because when Trap Soul came out, that's where everybody Drake wanted to sign. I want to say that even at that time, I don't know. I, I'm I could be misquoting this. I want to say that Bryson even said when he first was working on music. The way that he found the beat to don't was by searching up party next door type, type beat. Beats. Yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yep. So that yeah. alone can kind of tell you like that was pretty much the standard in terms of the style of music at yeah. the time. So following up, okay, so we're moving on to P three at the time, which was you feel like it was a misstep. No, I feel like at first I was like, damn, like I didn't I didn't hear like the hits that I, I was looking for. It was like more, I recognized. It, I, but but before P three he dropped colors. And right. That oh, that was yeah, yeah. That was fire. Yeah, Ooh, we we moving was, past colors. Colors was married, a huge. Uh, that was a, huge. And that was a four song EP, which was like something like yeah, you know. Quick, but it was it was everybody big. had that shit on replay, and you had to have it on repeat because it was yeah. just that fucking that good. Cash out so song. I, I believe people was expecting <laughs> that. That was the second one. That was colors oh, too. No, no, that was the first one. That was the first one. I think people was expecting that on P three. 
but he said it himself. And then like, after that, you follow up. You got Drake's. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, and yep. he was on that project Preach. too. He gave him his best. No, my favorite Drake album, album Legend. Legend. You my know favorite, what I'm saying? but my favorite Drake album is if you're reading this. No, it's the blue one. It's uh, nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. And own it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's party. party on there. Like he, he. Yeah, that's when he got introduced that's around to the time of P one. Yeah, so so I, all right. So we're we're continuing off of bodies of work. I think by the time you get to P three, you'll start to notice that his style is completely different. Yeah, Caribbean. And no, I wouldn't even just say nah, Caribbean. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't Caribbean. It wasn't all Caribbean. Then, I think not. Then you could start to notice. Not nice was, was the single. That's the one they was really pushing. Yeah, he was veering away nice. from the, the style that was becoming mainstream, and I think that was kind of why he took that route. I think after a while you start to notice that he was maybe becoming annoyed that people was just running off with his style. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you know what? How do I separate myself? Let me go over here with it because everybody's everybody's running off with my old shit. Yeah. Let me go over here with it since that's yeah. what y'all fucking with. Let me try to change the game. And I think that's why I respected him doing that at that time because at that time everybody was making trap soul type beats, and that was the fucking standard that he set. And I think people discredit him when it comes to that. I still. I still, and there's no disrespect to Bryson Till because I think what he's doing is dope. But I think that you start to notice his misstep on his second project, oh, yeah. which was uh, True to Self, right? True to Self. True to Self was just a complete, like, misstep for me. Yeah, because people was. I, that, I, yeah, I wasn't fucking with that. The, the bar was so high from Trap Soul, and when he came with it, there wasn't no lead single or anything. Or the singles he picked weren't, though they weren't hidden. Charts wasn't picking it up, so yeah, when it came out, and it's kind of like shit when you, when you don't have nobody to copy after. <laughs> where the fuck do I go with it? Hey, no, where, I, where do I do now that I don't have nobody to look where at? Do I go, but yeah, then, like, but then we the come fuck? back, but then we come back let's, a year or two later. Let's revisit. Let's start. He started out by dropping a single. So, but leading up to this project, he dropped a sing, a single, right? He it dropped was, a single, and it completely didn't do shit. Nobody fucked with it. Yeah, it was just I don't know if the other nobody fucked with it. Current. And then we had a uh, who dropped a uh, song. It was another R and B artist that dropped a song that same. I think that same week was it a uh, Brent? Brent Brent yeah. Fires dropped his song. Mm. Everybody was trending. Everybody's talking about the Brent new Brent Fires song. And then you see Bryce announce, "Oh, I'm putting out the deluxe to Trap Soul," and then that garners the attention. Like everybody's like, "Oh shit, the fucking deluxe is coming back!" Like finally, he's giving us some songs that we. But it's like, bro, five years later. Hey, them them songs is still in rotation. So People you need love the, those songs. you need the album that kind of gave you your recognition to kind of promote into your next album. And that's what he realized. He he tried to spin off when he went from Trap Soul to True to Self, try to start something new or just. Do so the next question I want to ask you: Do you feel like his style has evolved from his first album? At no, all? he. That's the reason why he came with Anniversary. He's saying this is this my is the only thing that's for Trap for me. Soul. Like. <laughs> Hey, if R&B is the only thing that works for you, then so be no, it. No, I'm not but, saying R&B, but I'm just saying that's that sound. Because that's what this new project, he's making love songs. Like, that's what I missed in R&B, where people sing it That's to still him. going on. Yeah, but this so, is different. Like, even Brent, you know. I think you're probably looking, at, looking for it in the wrong artist. Right. Okay, give me some names. I feel you like Brent, Miguel makes great You got great Miguel, you got songs. Brent, yeah. you got Chris Brown, you got uh, Kehlani, you got uh, Kiana. But there's another artist, Kiana... I don't know how to pronounce it. But you got this, like, it's, yeah, this love There's song. There's a lot of but, love songs but, being but, made yeah, like by R&B artists. But not probably. to the extreme of where we talking about just a one-night stand or just, you know, where it's, I'm talking about he wants to, Glass like. is making love songs. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm saying. You should know about now. Right. He's singing. I can hear <laughs> it. I can hear the anniversary with Bryson singing. He's making those songs where you want to, you know, get married. You want to get in a relationship. Want to get in cuffing season. Well, I think that's only because you're listening to him. You're only focused on him as an artist. I'm listening to the song. I'm talking about the song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can talk. We can, are, you, are you paying attention to the other R&B artists that's coming out? Are you really? That's why I said he probably. No, you're not I, giving them the same amount of trust attention. Me, Givian. I'm listening to Givian. I'm listening to Brent. Givian's making love songs. <laughs> yes. This reminds me of that uh, that topic. That was trending a while back when Wale said, "My albums are fire, but y'all don't give them the chances that y'all give these other mainstream artists. artists." Right? Yeah, yeah. And people was just like attacking him for that. But it took me a while to finally get what he meant. But the reason why Bryson, I, I'm into him is because of the production. I'm uh, involved, like thinking. Well, about that's my issue with Bryson's music. This anniversary project, I, I took a chance to listen to the songs that were on the project, and to me. And this is just my take. Yeah. I feel like it was just a 
fucking recycle of his first project. And that's what it was. That's the goal, I feel like. And then it's like, he probably sat down with his team and was like, you know what, this is the shit that works. It's kind of like when people talk about DaBaby and his projects. Oh, no. Every time he posts a snippet of his music, people are just talking about like, this is the same fucking song. And it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But at some point, you got to nah, progress as an artist. You can't compare him to Bryson. No. Bryson. Hey, man, the baby, hey, the baby got hits. The baby got hits. <laughs> he has hits. No, that's what I'm saying. He and does. impact. But I'm Definitely. saying, if we don't talk about this, if it don't work, don't, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Bryson, this project was a tribute to Trap Soul when he dropped this. It's a five-year, that's what I call it, anniversary. Cool. Uh, oh, so and, and I feel like him putting this out, I, don't be surprised he don't even put out another project after this. That would be crazy. And that's what I'm saying. That would be a missed opportunity, in my opinion. So for him to just kind of retire on that note, do you feel like that's just an insecurity of him as an artist? Or do you think that's I feel just like, like Trapsaw was that good to where... I think that's a cheap way out. It is. I think but, that's a cheap way out. I think I if think, he takes oh, that route as an artist, it just shows his lack of ability to be able to do that at a consistent level. You haven't been able to do it on any level of consistency. The grace is Not on features... Not in terms of writing, not in terms of production, not in terms of just as a solo artist. You haven't been able to be consistent, so I can't respect it. You've only been able to be relevant based on your first project, repacking it, redishing it <laughs> to gain attention for your follow-up project just because your second project was a misstep. That's a and great it take. That's a great take. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> quick, so I quick. feel like Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I want to ask y'all a quick question. Who do y'all think is the most who's which artist do you think does the best at reinventing themselves? Drake. I think Frank. Kendrick, too. I think Kendrick. there's a few. I think there's a few. I think who's, a, who's the mom, like a Who's the great greatest at doing that? You're talking that? about like of all time? Yeah. Artists. Oof. Rapper or? Or just artists in general. I have my my pick. Well, go go ahead. I, I would say Kanye. Oh, yeah. For, I forgot about like, Kanye. He's the great. Like Kanye's. Do you, think, do you think there's anybody else outside of Kanye? Honestly, no. I think if we go into history, I think though, when you really think about it, when you break it down, it's like when Kanye drops a new album. Not only does the music has a different sound, it sets the mold, but he has a damn different look, a different <laughs> swag, a yeah. di- new hairstyle, the music. new wardrobe, oh, yeah. Yeah. new beats, new just coming new, from eight oh eight and heartbreak to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. This is a moment in my life that I remember when he had the mullet or, exactly. or he had Amber Rose. He popped out with her. And I'm like, oh, shit. Fashion, you know, you know I, I, and everything. I had just yeah. a quick little thought. I feel like the greatest albums have like a storyline about that artist that's like really booming and just so like everybody's tuned into their life at that moment. And then when that album drops, if it's great, it'll just be like everywhere. Right. Like people would be able to just gravitate towards it more. Lines are going to be hitting different because people are going right. to be like, oh, man, I remember when he was going through this and that on the media. And then yeah. I feel like Kanye's good at doing that. Kanye's definitely great at setting the narrative as far as in terms of music. When it, when he drops a project, everyone, whether you like what he's doing or not, you pay attention. Correct. Just because of all of the, the things that surrounding him. I think in terms of fashion, he's been more focused on. You can kind of see that when... He drops shoes or whatever the case may be with his clothes, Gap, you know, all the shit that he's doing outside of music. Yeah. I think that plays a part, too. Um, I would say Drake, though, in terms of, like, reinventing himself and being able to kind of change his style. I feel like Drake got took and that I, for Kanye. Yeah, and, and of he course. Got, I think Drake did, too. Even when his first project came out with, um, was it So Far Gone? Yeah. like So Far Gone came out, and it was pretty much based off of 808s. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, I just feel like that's why, and going back to the Bryson and Party thing, I think just kind of like how we compare Kanye and Drake, I think you have artists that kind of look to other artists to influence their styles. I'm going to close out with my take on Bryson. I I agree with you respectfully. I agree with you about... Respectfully. There's no no dispute about Party and his place in the game and his contribution. He is the wave. He said it. But Bryson, I feel like, elevated that wave. He was the only artist to elevate it on the same level of party or, or beyond. Yeah. And that's and that's why I fuck with Bryson. I'm always gonna be Team Tiller and uh anniversaries out. Go get that. That shit is <laughs> <laughs> Great pub, great pub. No, that was I mean, yeah. And I can respect that. I think um I think there's a lot of new R and B artists that's coming out. Um I would just say, you know, take a chance to listen to them. <laughs>
Give him, give him a shout. And shout out to R and B artists. Givian, man, I, I got that in. Shout out to Givian and shout out to December. I want to talk about oh, December's yeah. new project. December, my boy, Rain. December, Rio. My guy, December. He just dropped his project this time around. Did oh. you guys take a chance to listen to it? I'm, I'm actually haven't heard it yet. I'm, I'm part of the project. Still working on it. Okay, yeah. What song did you? Work I did the on first one, Creeping. That's the intro. Okay. It's not really an intro. It's just the first song. Yeah, that's the one he was banging on uh, his Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we. It's crazy. It's like two weeks or a week before. Like, hey, bro, we got another one. He forgot at the last minute. Like, oh, I'm using this. Yeah. And I just remember I met him through you guys. First right. of all, and I remember those times he was in the studio and he played uh, the song. Oh, can work. we call? Can we call him? <laughs> Kyle, you, got, you got his number? I do. Give him a call. I don't know. If I have his he name. might. Yes. Like, what does this nigga want? Yeah. <laughs> like, you trying to hit me up about something else. You know, yeah, I want to give him a call and t- just to kind of talk about this project real quick. But the story about it is when I heard the song, it's called World. I'm like, yo, I got to work with this kid. I was like, the talent was just incredible. Yeah, I think he's a super talented artist. I don't know if this is the right number. Let me see. Here, User on. busy. Oh, he has to call him, right? Yeah. Bluetooth? Yeah, you can, um, you can connect to the Bluetooth. Didn't work. Oh, yeah. it didn't work. Oh, it's cool. That. Shout out to December, man. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I'm proud of him of his success. I'm very uh, proud of bro. He, yeah, bro. He welcome to the club, man. Plaque, plaque gang. Got the song <laughs> with him and Mozzie. That shit went gold. And it's all you know, talent and hard work. But yeah, yeah. projects out is dope. Yeah, I fuck with. It. I, I took a chance to listen to it. I listened to it a few times actually. Um, I think it's dope. I think um, in terms of uh, comparing it to his last release. Um, I think he's starting to focus more on just doing like singles and just kind of you know energetic based songs in terms not not so much focusing on just like his more personal records. I yeah. think just doing more you know party type of just to get people's device. attention, right? And I think it's, it's dope. I think what he's doing is dope. Um, his team is doing great. Shout out Jay. Um, yeah, and I hope to hear more music from him. Hopefully, we get some videos and you know new releases, videos and you know features, everything. Um, yeah, he just gave me his number right now. I'm going to give him a call. Hold on. Let's see if we can get him on. Uh, hold on. Yo. What's going on? Hold on real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on real quick. I got to connect you live right now on the podcast. All right, hold on. I'm going to give you a call right back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rio! got to get that guest appearance. Hold on. Let me see if I can get this right. Got a Beverly Hills number, nigga. All right. Doing it. He came to the check. Yo. Frio. What's the word? What's, what's the going word? on? Yo, you live on the podcast right now. Um, we got Zelly in here. Uh, Corey. Hey. Hey, what up, man? Yeah. Creeping with you, bro. It's going crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, so, we sitting here, so much. We sitting here yes, talking sir. about your project. Uh, give us just a little bit of insight, nigga. We, we know you're probably busy right now um, on daddy duties or whatnot. <laughs> man, 24-7. <laughs> so I want to, uh, talk to talk to us about the project and, you know, working on it. How was that? What was the whole process like with that? Oh, man, basically, you know, uh, there had been, you know, so it's definitely been a year plus since I had dropped any type of like full project or anything like that, whether EP or full length. So I was really just trying to sit down and kind of give them a different approach or a different feel, a different side of me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the uh, the Endless Winter, the album was more of like real vibe type. You can ride nighttime and your shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. I definitely wanted to, I definitely wanted to pick up the energy a little bit, give them more something they could get off their feet with and play it all throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? So that was, that was definitely me trying to transition from being, from giving y'all that little vibey side, more head bobbing to really like getting, getting your feet moving. You know what I'm saying? So a year passed, you know, I, I recorded a lot of, I recorded a lot of music and, uh, this is just the start of me basically coming into that light, the more energized, you know what I'm saying? So that was really my, my whole thought process. You think, was it, was it hard for you to, kind of switch it up from that style because you had a lot more personal songs on some of your older projects yeah yeah so you, you kind of had to make a conscious choice of just saying you know what i'm gonna just go with more of the singles in terms of just some more energetic shit. right yeah exactly uh i wouldn't say it was i wouldn't say it was difficult for me but um i definitely you know you know over the past year or so life has definitely slowed down for me with the kid and everything so it was more me just being really in the right mindset to really be able to like 
create some stuff right. like that. I felt portrayed what I was trying to get across. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the stuff in the past was stuff that was really stuff I was going through at the time or dealing with, blah, blah, blah. But I kind of just wanted to like free myself from all that shit and, and feeling like I had to, you know, um, how can I say it? Like, um, keep it so like, I guess you could say like, uh, like, uh, like to the point as far as like yeah. being, like yeah. you said, more like sentimental and shit, you know what I'm saying? I was just trying to be more, just, just be more free and just, you know, just have more fun with it. Yeah. Basically. Do you, do you think you're going to kind of take a step back from doing as many features or working with other artists or is that something that you enjoy doing and then you want to keep going? I, I definitely enjoy it. And you know, if it's any of the bros or anything like that, I, I, I will do features whenever, yeah. but you know, I, I definitely have more. You've been popping up on a lot of songs. We've, we've been hearing you yeah. on the Mozzie and J-Rock songs. You, you author. Yeah. I mean, I still hear that song to this day. Like I could be anywhere Man. in the world and be riding around and somebody pull up on the side of me and I hear December singing on some yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've bro. been hearing that shit nonstop. So yeah, you've been rocking, bro. That, and, and, that's crazy to me too, bro, because it's like at the time of me doing that shit, I didn't even think in my head that it was going to be like this. And even, and even now to this day, like I was just on YouTube the other day and I was looking at the, uh, all the stats and everything right. for a couple of the songs. And one of the songs said three years ago, Man. I said, damn, already like Man. that much time has passed. Man. That's crazy to me. Even from when we it's first crazy. started working together, we was talking about that a little bit too. Uh, when yeah. you had first pulled up and. We had knocked out the joint. Girl, you look like you're famous. <laughs> yeah, the famous record. <laughs> I mean, your style has come a long, long way. It, and you've been doing it for by. for a minute. And super, I think, super long way. I think way, now bro. you're starting to get the recognition. How do you feel like the reception's been with this project? The reception has definitely been good. Uh, you know, not no no major label backing or nothing like that. No major like uh budgets or whatever like behind me. But even then it's like is that to the people that is getting out to so far, it's like it's been really good. And a lot of people have told me that they like this project a lot more than my full length, which kind of gives me like yeah. more affirmation. Like, okay, like they're yeah, responding right well to yeah. you. Yeah. They're responding well to you feeling like you can open up a little more with, you know, yo, a different side, you know what I'm saying? So it feels good, bro. I'll fuck with it. Are you looking forward to maybe working on a major lab label situation? Is that something that you're looking forward to doing? It's something that I would definitely listen to. Whenever it comes about, you know, I'm not opposed to sitting down and listening to what people are talking about, but I'm still not trying to sell myself short in that right. regard. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not trying to sign away just because somebody got X amount and, and they have the this artist on the team and they have right. this, you know what I'm saying? I, I would rather them want to do way more for me because they see what I'm doing on my own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what's what's but so, like I said, yeah. what's but, uh, no, what's what's next coming from you um, in terms of this project? Because you just put this project uh, out. You guys working on videos and oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna probably let this one rock for like two, three more weeks. Okay. Drop another single. Um, shoot some more videos, and I'm probably I'm uh, leaning towards doing like a part two to this project. So which will probably just be like five, four or five more songs. Okay, is that exclusive? Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. Hey, well, keep so working I, on your I, shit. Oh, man, appreciate you Yo, shit, man. It's, 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 it's fire, bro. We, we fucking with it. We're going to keep bumping it around here. Um, Corey, what you have to say? Hey, man, December, you know I love you, bro. That creepy hey, with you going crazy. We got more <laughs> hits in the can, and we're going to keep getting can, this work. We're going to keep getting yes, this work in, bro. I'm going to tap in with yes. you, too, bro, but love you, man. Please do, man. Much love to all y'all, bro. Yeah, we're going for sure. We want to have you up here, too, so you'll be able to talk more about some music. So we're going to yeah, hit you bro, for, for sure. sure. Let me know whenever y'all link, bro. I'll pull up, dog. It's all, all right. good. All yes, right, man, bro. Get back to uh, Daddy Duties, man. We're going to talk to you. Man. Yep. Yeah, I'm about to clock back in right now. All right, bro. All right, y'all love. Peace. Yeah, smart guy December. Yeah, so... It was dope just getting being able to um you know hear his perspective on that. I think his project was really cool. Um, yeah, hopefully we get more music. Yeah, man, December's in the industry. I mean, he's he's in that circle, so yeah, that's a good insight from him to see about the current climate of music, R and B, and just the overall reception of his project and how yeah. people have been grabbing. I mean, we was pretty much on par. I think with our yeah. take on his music, yeah. he kind of stated that it's crazy because you talk about R&B artists I don't know why he didn't pop up in my <laughs> yeah. <head. laughs> and, yeah I have him like right here on my oh, recently yeah, added yeah. project so yeah um, did you guys take a chance to listen to Giveon's album? I listened to the e it's an EP 
Yeah. And uh it's great. I mean, I mean it's good. Some is the project is pretty cool. The last song I mean Stuck on You, is it called Stuck on You? Yes. That one is the that's the one. Yeah, I see it has a star next to it, Boy, so I'm guessing that's seven, the favorite on Apple Music. So yeah, that's the one. That's the single they're probably going to push in its own playlist. Do you feel like his sound being so close to Sanfa's is like a detriment? Sanfa, man, that's crazy. So every that's time, well, I think now that he has a name, he's built a name off of that song with Drake. Yeah, Chicago Freestyle. People respect, when they when they hear his sound or when they see him, they recognize him as giving, as his own yeah. entity. Right. But do you think that that has kind of been a detriment to, because I want to get into another artist that may suffer from some of that the same issues, but do you feel like it's an issue when an artist sounds too much like another artist? And it's crazy. I peeped that too that he was sounding similar to Sanfa, and it's crazy. Drake worked with Sanfa too. Yeah. So it could be, but I feel like he's getting a lot of good reception. And you know why we were repping him so much because he's from the yeah, city. Yeah, from the city. Shout out so to you know. Regardless, homies. you know, if he do similar. It don't matter. We're going to keep playing him and keep him on rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think that that's a detriment to his. I mean, I think as artists, everybody is, has their own style. Yeah, because he's not pushing so that's kind for, of what separates for like you. the singles or something. No, like yeah. that. He's just making music. They definitely have two different sounds, yeah. but I think just tone, tone-wise, tone yeah. they're in the same. Similar tones. Of course. So, Zelly, do you think that's a detriment to an artist if they sound too much like another artist? No, not no more. People don't give a fuck. They just care about <laughs> if the music's good or not. They don't care who creating it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of an ongoing thing. So uh, another artist I kind of felt was had a, a similar, similar, uh, I guess, pocket. Um, JR. JR just dropped his project. My guy. Shout out to JR Cruz. Uh, did you guys get a chance to listen to his project? I listened to a few of the joints. I fuck with the uh, project. He, um, he has, so I guess he put out a full length project. It was 15 songs. Um, a lot of people say that he sounds like other artists in LA. Which artists? Dom Kennedy. Okay. So do you feel like that maybe hinders him as an artist or do you think that's kind of works to his benefit? I think I might. think all right, well, really quick. I think familiar being a familiar sound kind of helps as an artist, even like in terms of sampling. When people sample other songs, that gains people's attention because it helps people listen. When they recognize something familiar in a song. They gravitate towards it. Yeah, you gravitate towards yeah. it immediately. But somebody told me, an OG told me, the key in success when you sound similar is finding the, finding the difference in familiar. So you, right. s- you sound some similar to something. But what sets you apart from that other person? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 when you, that's when your own story, your life correct. plays a part where you got to talk about your own battles and you know what you're going through. And I think that's, um, you know, with this project, is uh, the project is titled Monday Never Promise. Um, and he's just kind of speaking on his own life experiences and just kind of growing up and, you know, just how any day you got kind of got to treat it as your last. So I think it was really good sound wise. I, I, I could definitely hear the progression. He's worked with a, um, he had Ashton produce on one, a few songs, I believe. And he had another single with uh, Pilo um, from the Bay. So I think that, that project is pretty dope. Yeah, I like the Hulu song. Yeah, Hulu's dope. That was a good one. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was the one he did um, um, with Saint. It was number 13 on the, on the project. It was really good. So, yeah, if you guys haven't heard that one, check it out for sure. I think it's a good listen. Um, anything else? Was there any other releases that we had? Oh, we had Dom's project come out. Did y'all listen oh, to it? Oh, wow, man. I seen that, too. And... I listened to that T Fly song and I was just like, "It's not it, nah." Because their bars, their songs, they got already before us up there. So I'm like, "Yeah, nah, I don't know." Uh, we had a mismatch. Bino did the um the single with Young Thug. Did yeah. y'all listen to that? Yep. I think Thug gave him a throwaway type <laughs> verse, in my opinion. I mean, Thug's been throwing out throwaways, <laughs> but hey, I mean, you know, it's a look. It's a you know, it's. it's they have mutual mm-hmm. friends. I mean, mm-hmm. Nipsey being a close friend of yeah. Thug and obviously with Bino, working with Bino heavily. I, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of a lot yeah. of love and, and you connection. know, Def Jam made sure that happened too. So I mean, of course, there's gonna be some money involved. But I think I think it was a good song. I think it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I like, think that was a, I, I like, think of any other song. I like the song in general. I think I would like to hear more songs. Um, you know, coming from Bino and Thug, maybe maybe together, maybe not in a collaborative project, but just in terms of Bino dropping a new project, maybe with some major mm-hmm. artists. Because mm-hmm. I, I think his recent project, you didn't have really any just, major just artists. The, right? the camp, he got like Blue Bugs and um, and Blast, yeah, right. Still, yeah. 
Oh, and speaking of Blast, Blast put out his project, No Love Lost. Did y'all listen to it? Yeah, I think mm. we talked about our first episode. I said, yeah, that's, fuck yeah. That's a rotation. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Okay. So, um, and then yeah, and Baby Keem, of course. I'm just kind of going through them real quick. YG, did you guys listen to YG's new album? I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. I only listened to like part of that single he put out. Okay. I didn't get to hear the whole thing. The, uh, which, which one? What? Swag? Or no. uh, uh, the Blood uh, Walk? Or no, 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 no. I think it's something about... Uh, uh, out on Bail or Out something? on Bail, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, out on Bail, these motherfuckers trying to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was great. I'm kind of disappointed in this first week's sales projections. This That's definitely not great for... Do you be, think he's kind of plateaued as an artist? Like he's kind of... Yeah, I think so. And what do you think is the reason for that? Um, Just being in the industry for so long and the people are, you know, they've... I think isn't this his second pro or he's dropped a pro this is his first project this year maybe and well he put out like a um a compilation of some of his other political songs that he had like during the the whole I yeah guess, so that the, may the have that may have affected I think his political stance has kind of affected some of his fan base in a way I don't think maybe not so much in a bad way but just kind of like in terms of people the radio being confused not at, gonna go as hard like for swag or all this stuff because the video is controversial I don't even think that I just think his sound nobody's really gravitated to anymore I think the sound has changed from when he first came in the game he was he pretty much set the tone yeah. for the new new age west coast yeah. artists mm -hmm. and I think um with his first project coming out it was dope it was fire everybody was fucking with it even his second follow-up project was fire and people fucked with a lot of music that he's put out, but I think, I think maybe his sound has kind of reached its peak, and maybe he needs to work with more of the newer um, LA artists that's out. Yeah, I think he's, kinda, doing, he's doing that too. Like, I think him and Kalen got some joints. Yeah, Kalen's working on a new project too. Um, Blue Bucks Clan. Well, Rucci just dropped a project from Inglewood. Yep, shout Rooch. Um, that was pretty good too. Uh, yeah. I think um also want to talk about do you uh, there was a discussion too real quick I, I guess we got a couple more. we'll talk about it real quick um there was a discussion going on on Twitter people were talking about the tastemakers and in rap um I guess a lot of people was just upset about there not being enough platforms to cover up and coming artists it's just kind of like if you want to be covered by um, you know, one of these huge platforms in LA, you kind of got to go through only a select amount of people and they're not necessarily people that look like us. Do you feel like that plays a part? The tastemakers being in LA, well, specifically for LA artists, do you think that is harder for them to get the recognition? Yeah. Um, when you say tastemakers, are we talking about like... Just like radio okay, uh, but, personalities, you know. Because... I know blogs ain't really a you thing. Could, you could anymore. call like India Love or Kylie Jenner. I feel like those might be more of modern tastemakers because if they play your song, and if they put the actual name of it too, like in their Instagram story or something, you're gonna get way. I more think that famous. helps, but I, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm thinking just in terms of like because the the playlist. If you want to get recognized as an as an up and coming artist. You have to go through like the no jumpers. You have to go through the fucking power one oh six or you know whatever the real well, ninety two point three. You know? Yeah, that's, I feel like that's after the fact. Once once you already got a buzz, like L A leakers, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a lot of platforms that you have to go through. Getting a buzz in your like city or just like an underground buzz is what the key is for people to be like, oh, you heard of this, heard of that. That's what Blue Bucks Clan was to me. Like, and they just started. Someone's got word to mouth. That everybody hopped on it like no jumper. Now all the girls is playing it on their Instagram. That's kind of like I feel like the way to get because they're a great example of it. Right. They're they they about to you know. Really Sally, do you feel like with some of your latest releases or even some of the music that you're working on now, do you think that it's important for you to have a connection or relationship with some of these other platforms in order to get your music heard, or do you no. think that you can kind of just do it the way that you've been doing and just kind of connect into your fan base? I think organically. I, I, in my opinion, I honestly think none of that shit matters. Um, I feel like only thing that matters is the connection that you have with your fans and supporters. Um, as long as they're supporting your music, that's pretty much all that matters. In my opinion, you know what I mean. I just feel like all the other shit, all the industry politics and all that shit is like, yeah, people just be hopping on a wave, and you know, 
they're going to be like, okay, what's good for my business? What's good to have and get my numbers up or my views up? Right. So I just feel like if you're an artist, don't focus on that shit. Just focus on making the greatest music you can and letting it connect with your fans. Like, yeah, and if it connects, it connects. Yeah. And if it connects, it connects. If it doesn't, hit the drawing board again. If it don't, you know, just keep throwing shit at the wall until it stick. You know what I mean? Um, but I I understand where they're talking about because I seen a little, you know, the discussion. Yeah, it was like a people little conversation. Was, I, I feel like people were upset that there wasn't no, you know, black representation, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. But I don't feel like that's the, those people's, you know, problem. That's not their fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Majority yeah, because to say, like, I saw somebody else say, like, shit, these people have worked hard to be they've in They've worked hard. To be yeah, in spot you just, and, and the and the Give credit where it's due. The playlist, I know several people that are curators of Apple Music playlists, like mm-hmm. Carl Cherry. Um, he's black, and he runs Rap Caviar. He gets your music put on there. But he's also working with a lot of artists that are signed to labels. So if you're signed to a label, obviously you're going to have a little more leverage than an independent artist. That's what people have to realize as well. So, yeah, with these, with these, like, playlists and everything that's on these different um, streaming platforms, a lot of the times they are curated by a label. Yeah. Um, They're pressing, like, you know, the song just comes out and it's already number one in the on all right at the top like when franchise came out yeah. with travis scott the song's already automatically number one. yeah yep. they already placed it in the playlist yeah so, so yeah that's the game far as um that's how your song can blow up if it's in the playlist certain playlists but i don't know i feel like people just gotta focus on organic organic yeah. uh connections um, yeah i feel like russ is a good um, example of that Nipsey was a great example of that yeah for sure just being organic you know just just focus on your fan base and just your music don't try to make music or try to get into these playlists or try to get into honestly anything just do you and if they come and fuck with you it's better than you know you chasing it yeah no, I agree with that for sure alright well was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we get up out of here Hey, man, I love all you guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, so you, is there anything you want to talk about before we get over here? Uh, nah, I don't, nah. What, what, are you, what are you looking forward to with the rest of this week coming up? What's some shit that you do? About to hit Turner's? Yeah, we're yes. in, we in the gun <laughs> shop. Shout out to the gun shop. Yes, sir. Bow, 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 bow. We're about um, to get yeah. the stick. Sun coming on the way, October 9th. <laughs> Stick talk. That's the same day as me. Stick talk. Oh, yeah, y'all, uh, we went together. And bang got, bros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Sean, what, what you got going on this week? This week? Um, see what happens to Trump. Oh, oh yeah. We didn't even get into that, but that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> to be continued. We'll talk about that shit another time. But yeah, what are you, so anything else? You just chilling pretty much? Working uh, on? Just making music. Just working uh, on music. Doing more sessions, just working, just yeah. building, building. Everybody comes to here. Yeah, this is Sean is the damn gatekeeper. Shit, that's a fact. If you oh, ain't yeah. bigger than Blue, nah. your career is not shit. I'm not gonna shit. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the authority. For oh god. Well, all right. Well, this has been another episode. Um, again, I appreciate everybody in this room for being here and being a part of this. Um, hopefully, we can be able to do this again um, for the following week. Um, if you haven't already, you can subscribe on Spotify and catch our episodes. We have more episodes coming up. Um, the next few releases that we do will be available on YouTube and video. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, again, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate all you guys in the room um, and voicing your opinion. Corey. Yeah. I love to hear <laughs> Team Tiller. <laughs> right. So, uh, team Tiller. Team Tiller. Hashtag Team Tiller. Um, yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to get a chance to discuss some of this shit again. Um, yeah. It's been another episode of the Daniel Land Podcasting.